Have you been struggling in your relationship? There could be more to it than meets the eye. Welcome to Let's Just Face It. I am your host, Raquel Colina. For years, I was in a very toxic relationship, which I didn't recognize as abusive until the day I left. Let's take a look at the abusive patterns and behaviors to tear down the walls that could be holding you back from moving forward and living your best life even after abuse. Facing small fears can lead to big changes. Are you ready to get started? Hello, friends. I know that it has been a while, but thank you for joining me for another episode of Let's Just Face It. I want you to know that you're meant for better things. The problem with all of this is that we don't tend to see things clearly when we're in the relationship. I have been there. I have done that too. You're not alone. I didn't know that it was abuse until after I left. And even after I left, it took me a while to actually understand that I had been in an abusive relationship. He never hit me. Well, he tried once, but I was not up for it, and he could really tell that it was not something that he wanted to try again. But the mental and emotional abuse was a lot. There was a lot of psychological abuse. A lot of times I would think that it was my idea to not go out or to do things, and I realized that these were thoughts that were put into my brain. It was not me. Due to the fact that I would raise my voice back at him, I never thought that it was abuse because I would dish it back. The thing is that when you're in this, you think you're all alone. You think that this only happens to you and there is nobody else like him out there. You feel that you understand him better than anybody else, but you're also looking for excuses as to why these things are the way they are. I originally created this podcast to bring things out to light, for you to realize that things that you're living are not the norm. They feel normal in the sense that you're not alone and it doesn't only happen to you, but these are things that many of us have lived through. The fact that you don't recognize an abusive partner is very common, unless they're striking you. Abuse is most of the time associated with physical abuse, but it's a lot more than that and it's way deeper than that. There are many things that are happening in the background when you're in an abusive relationship. There's the insults to put you down, the gaslighting, belittling you, dog whistling, the love bombing, hoovering, and there's a lot of other terms and there's a lot of other strategies that they go deep into when using this abuse towards us. It is weird to think that when you're in this type of relationship, you feel like you're the only one, that this only happens to you. You actually feel like you're going crazy and you feel like you're all alone. All the while, these are strategies that have names that people are talking about. These are things that are happening more commonly than you would like to admit. I tend to speak more about women because my experience was as a woman with a man. But I also have men reaching out to me and I know that I am talking to them as well because everything that they've been through sounds familiar. And you're more than welcome to listen in and you're more than welcome to follow me. But today I am talking more to the women because women feel like they can't leave their relationship, not only because they see or they feel that they have failed as a spouse or a mother, but many times when women are mothers, they feel like that they fail to fix their husband or partner. But the bigger issue behind all of this is the fact that the women stay because they believe that they fail their kids 
because they leave. They feel like the kids will not have a father. Well, let me be totally honest with you. When you leave, they do have to make time to be a father. And it does make it harder on them. Because when they're living with you, all they have to do is show. And that seems like they're a good parent because they're always there. The parent actually has to work to be in the relationship with the kids when you leave. They have to pick them up. They have to drop them off. They have to buy them the things that they need, either for their sports or to spend the night or any kind of other necessity that they have. And just to be a father would make it a little harder. And I know that I am talking very widely, mentioning fathers and mothers, but I know that there's also fathers out there that have full custody and they might be going through the same thing. I'm just being very general because the majority tends to be always on the side of the mother having custody, but that doesn't mean that men don't go through the same thing. The only way a child loses their parent, their father, in this kind of scenario is when the father does not give a crap when divorcing or leaving the mother. They see divorce or separation as divorcing the child, and that means that the father does not care. The father probably won't show up, and if that father shows up, more than likely it might be to abuse the mother and to take things away from the mother. The difference when you leave is that you're no longer enabling their behavior. You don't fail your kids by taking them out of a dangerous situation, a toxic situation, because they might not be getting directly abused by that parent, but the fact that you're being abused in front of them is traumatic enough. You're not failing for leaving an abuser. You fail your kids if you stay, and they see how this person abuses you because you're teaching them that that is right. You don't fail your kids if you leave the parent that is abusive because then it's up to the parent and the relationship that they decide to have. There is no problem leaving the relationship when it is a healthy relationship, when it's healthy parents, because the parents that care, that will always find time and they will always find ways to be with their kids. There's a lot of talk shows where you see that men drive for hours to meet the kids and men struggle financially, but they still make up for it and buy the things that they need for their kids. There's men out there that would sacrifice anything to spend time with their kids and to provide for their kids, but they can't even provide for themselves. The fact that you leave an abuser will never mean that you have failed your kids. The only person that can fail is the other parent. In this case that I'm specifically talking about is a father that has to put in the time to be the father and look out for that child. The father has to supply for this child. When the father shows up, because they care about the child, it doesn't mean that you fail them because you're not living in the same household. If this parent fails them, it's not your fault. This is the other parent's fault. And you do have to pick up the pieces of your kids. And you do have to be there to give them what they're lacking from the other side. This is a responsibility that starts to fall all on us. It is not your responsibility to make the other parent look good and to make the other parent be there. Because what is better for you and what is better for the kids is the fact that you are happy, that you are healthy, and that you are out of danger. I remember my daughter, after she had the baby, she said that she did not want what happened to her happen to her daughter because she didn't have a father presently most of her life. He never lived with us. I mean, he was always available, 
and he was at a distance where she could reach out to him, but she never lived with a dad. So the fact that she never lived with her father was something that she did not want to have her daughter live through. So she did not want to break up with the baby's daddy. After everything that she had lived with me and after experiencing herself being a mother, she later realized, and we both realized that at the end, it was better for her to leave the toxic relationship and move on. And then if the father wants a responsibility to be a dad, because this is something that you can't force on the other parent, if he wants to, then the opportunity is there. But it'll come up to a point when the kid realizes what kind of parent they have. And even though it's going to hurt your kids, that is not your fault. And it is not your responsibility to make the other parent look good. What you have to make sure they can say at all times is that mom has always been there. My mother has never left me. My mother has always been by my side. And it doesn't matter if they're lacking another parent. The fact that you've been there for them to supply them everything, that will hold them and it will be enough. A perfect scenario would be awesome if all our kids could have a mom and a dad be present and be loving. But that doesn't always happen. So instead of having a mother that is always depressed and tired and angry, why don't you decide to be happy, healthier, without an abusive parent present in the same home where your kids are at? Decide to make a better version of yourself so you can move your kids forward. It will be harder as a single parent, but regardless, the type of father that they want to be, that is not your problem and that is not something that you can fix. The same way that you have gotten to realize that there is no fixing him, there is no fixing him as a father either. It is better that they're absent because it's better to have an absent parent than them being abusive. It's better for them to realize that this type of person is not the type of person that should be in their lives. You can't fail your kids when you're removing them from a toxic environment. Some kids could be attached to this abuser because they have no idea what is going on. I know people that I'm speaking with, and this is very common. The child loves the mother. The child loves their dad. And they have no idea that there's anything going on that is wrong. Because that's all they've ever lived through. They love mom and they love dad. And they don't see anything wrong with the family dynamics at this point. But it is up to you to show them the real, real love. And it is up to you to show them that love is real. And it is up to you to let them know that they can stand on their own and make their own decisions and decide what is good for them. You only fail them as a parent if you stay in an abusive relationship where they don't have a voice and they see that you don't have a voice. You can only fail your kids if you're lying to them about the type of parent that they have just because you don't want them to get hurt. You fail your kids when you pretend to be something that you are not. God didn't call us to be perfect parents. We're just called to be parents, and there is no such thing as perfection. We all have flaws, and we all screw up, just like our parents did with us and the generations before us. But it's your duty as a parent to see what's right and decide for your kids to give them what's best. You don't fail your kids for leaving an abusive household. You don't fail your kids because dad no longer wants to put in the time. You don't fail your kids because dad doesn't want to help support financially. You don't fail your kids for making the right decisions for their health and well-being. They may fall apart and it may be the other parent's fault. And you cannot protect kids from this. 
They have to see who the other parent is at some point in their lives. As long as you're strong and stable as a parent, showing love, attention, affection, and being there for them when they need you, they will be okay. They don't need you to be perfect. They just need you to love them and be there. You don't fail your kids because you can't provide a home with a mom and a dad. Women used to stay in relationships regardless of their situations, whether they were being cheated on or they were being physically abused back in the days. That's why many, many abusive people became abusive because they came from abusive households and that's what they learned. Don't be caught up in that lie, thinking that you failed your children just because you have to leave. If mom and dad are not together, they can still be mom and dad. Even if they can't stand each other and they can't do co-parenting the way that it is supposed to be, you can still be a good mom and he can still be a good dad, even though you guys don't get along. Your relationship with your children is separate. It's just that he has to take on the responsibility to be a father, the father that he was called to be. You don't fail your kids because you pick a bad father. You fell in love with somebody and you did not recognize the signs, and sadly, they will be there forever for the life of your kids, just like it will be with mine. You chose wrong. There's nothing that we can do about it now. All you can do is be the best that you can't be for them and love them and be there for them as much as you can. You can't be there for what the other parent is lacking. You can't lie and protect them to make the other parent be a good parent in their eyes. They will more than likely see this person for who they are at some point, and they will make their own decisions on them. Some kids, like mine, no longer want to speak to the other parent, and it was not my doing. There's family members that I don't speak to, and they're more than welcome to keep in a relationship with my children as long as I am not part of the conversation. My problems with certain people have nothing to do with my kids. If they see what I've seen in this person and they want to cut ties, that is on them. I don't make these decisions for my children, but I do explain to them why I have cut ties with certain people. My child decided that he no longer wanted to talk to his father. He no longer wanted to answer his calls. And when I asked why, he did not bring in information forward. I wanted to know more, but I realized this was his decision. And they have to make their own decisions. And if he wants to stop being in contact with the other parent, that is his decision and I have to respect it. I also have a friend who after her son became of age, her ex called and said, so-and-so is not picking up my calls because they're a parent. They feel entitled to have conversations with their children after having disappeared for years and they expect to show up and the child to think dad is here a child that is already in his 20s and he decided he did not have anything to speak to his parent about and he cut ties. These are the decisions that they make on their own when they're older, when they know enough. They see who they are and they will realize who this other parent is and see the type of parent that they have, but this will also help them to choose the type of parent they want to be in the future. It is them who fails your child. It's not you. It is not your doing to break up a family, but sometimes you need to break up a family to keep your sanity, to keep your health. Sometimes breaking up your family is the best thing that you can do. I know that it may sound ridiculous, and sometimes that is just the way it is. 
There's a lot of abusive partners that tell you and make you feel guilty for breaking their family. But don't fall for this. It's a lie. The only person breaking the family is the person that is abusive and does not know how to take care of their own family. You don't fail your kids by leaving the other parent because all you're doing is putting their responsibility on the other parent's shoulders. And if they fail your kids, it's not on you. Be there for your kids and keep making your kids strong. If the other parent doesn't want to show up, they will regret it in the long run because you're going to be such an excellent and wonderful parent all by yourself that you will exceed expectations. And no children is perfect and they don't come with a booklet of instructions. All we have to do is know that they need to be loved and cared for. They need to have that security. You don't fail your kids by leaving an abusive partner because that is not on you. Being the father is not on you because you were called to be a mom. And if I'm talking to a dad out there, you were called to be a dad. All they need from you is to be loved and tended to. And if you're doing that, you're doing a great job. I know finances play a very big role, but sometimes that's not something that we have to spare. As long as we have enough, you're doing an excellent job. Remember, facing small fears can lead to big changes. And facing your fears and doing it scared, it's what's going to get you moving in the right direction. There's so many things that we can do. And we do it scared because otherwise we would not do it at all. You were called to be a parent, whether you're a mom or a dad that is listening. You're called to be your best self as a parent. And that by no means talks about perfection. But be your best self and your child will recognize all the efforts and all the love and all the sacrifices that you've done for them. If this episode has helped you in any way or you think that it can help somebody else, share this episode. Let me know if you want to hear about any other topics or if there's anything else that you need to understand a little bit more about narcissistic, toxic, or abusive relationships. I also created the Breakaway Journal, which you can get at thebreakawayjournal.com. You can buy the book. It's a journal to work through and there's different strategies narcissists use to hook you up and to make you stay in the cycle of an abusive relationship. It'll help you understand a little better. And if you want more in-depth help, I also offer one-on-one coaching. You can go to cometorise.com. There's some information there. There's also an assessment that you can complete. Once the assessment is completed, I will be reaching out within the next two business days. Then we can go on to our free discovery call. If you need help, there is help out there. Follow me on Instagram or TikTok. It's all the same name. And I'm going to be putting the information in the show notes so you can take a peek when you're done listening to this episode. Don't forget to share this episode with a friend or a loved one that might need this information. This way you will help me reach more people like you. Also sign up for the email list at RaquelColina.com forward slash email. Don't forget, facing small fears can lead to big changes. Thank you for being here with me today. Have a blessed week.